0: Welcome back to Beyond the Workouts podcast. I am the head coach of Beyond Strength and Endurance, Kyle Holman. Get into coaching today, and these are three uh, quick and easy ways to more effectively coach. It's it's kind of the class within the class, if you will. Uh, whether you're programming the workouts or um, you know, you're receiving programming from something else or somebody else, you are the coach, and you are still dictating how things go within the you know confines or construct of what is being programmed. And there are ways that you can uh, dictate how things go to the athletes and whatnot through format or whatnot uh, to you where you can more effectively coach them. Uh, so we're going to dive into these. Let's get rolling. Number one, breaking up the class. Um, and that uh, I'm not talking about maybe what you think, like we're not breaking up the class and putting them on different stations or different parts of the workout or something. But even if we look at something like Olympic lifts, you know, Olympic lifts is a big one that you know it's very technical and so as a coach a lot of times this is what people are looking for a lot of feedback on and so let's say you know the format doesn't matter what the you know let's say we're doing snatch uh, just for this example and it doesn't matter if it's an open time block like we have 15 minutes to reach this heavy complex or if we're doing you know a set of five and we're going every two minutes um, or things like that so within this time frame you know especially if you have a full class and you got 15 people staying there. Um, I've talked about it before, kind of using a coach EMOM, but uh, basically it can be overwhelming looking at 15 people and being like, man, how am I going to get to everybody in class and, and give them you know, individual attention and feedback and cues and things like that. Um, there's a very simple way to do this. I mean, I've done this where um, you know, if we're going every two minutes, I've literally broke the class in half for easy math. Let's say we have 12 people, and I'd say, hey, you six right there, in minute one, you're going to do your reps, uh, while the the rest of the class is, is resting, then in minute two, you six are gonna do your reps. So now, I've in essence for me as a coach shrank the class from twelve to six at a time. So I'm only looking at six people lift as opposed to you know twelve people lift at the same time. Um, you can break it down even further. Um, if we're doing low reps like singles, I could say, hey, you know, in the first thirty seconds, you know, you three right here go, and then I'll look at those reps. Then the next thirty seconds, you three go um, and, and they might not remember what 30 seconds they're supposed to go into, but that's not, uh, you can control that. You're just say, Hey, you three do your rep. Awesome. Great job. You know, you three do your rep. And that's pretty quick moving with people, but the more accustomed you get to it now, I can go back to the first three people when we have before the next set goes and give them some individual instruction and things like that. Um, you know, there's also, um, lifting, right? If we're doing, uh, we're sharing a rack like we need to do bench press or back squat or front squats. We're taking out of a rack. Uh, at the gym I'm at, we have seven racks from which to lift from. But there's times even if I only have six people in class, instead of saying, hey, everybody grab your own rack, I am going to say you're going to partner up. So once again, only three people are going at a time. That helps me look at less people uh, so I can more effectively coach. But then also uh, during rest time, so when that first person goes, you know, let's let's say that second person is changing their weight, that allows me to now coach that person before that next person goes. So uh, think about that when you look at, especially strength training, that first section of class, Olympic lifting skills, no matter what we're doing, even if it's cardio, even if we're doing 500 meter repeats on the rower, let's say partner people up, partner number one goes, when they get off the rower, now I can kind of coach them on their pace or a little bit of their technique and then watch the next people go. So um, it's a pretty effective thing that I've done. Um, it just takes taking control of the class and dictating when people are going and and how if we 're partnering up or whatnot, um, but it really will allow you to uh, be more effective with your coaching. Number two, using the rest time. Uh, so once again, I just mentioned I mean it doesn 't matter what the format is if it 's an open time block or you know alternating imam, imam every two minutes, whatever. you know, especially if we 're lifting heavy, you need rest in between those sets in order for you to continue to hit, hitting that heavy weight. And, you know, for example, sometimes I program every two minutes, we're doing whatever, three back squats. And it's a, it's a high percentage, especially for people who can't quite lift heavy enough. You know, they, they might not be lifting heavy enough to necessitate that rest. So for some people looking, you know, they finish those three reps in 10 seconds and then it just feels like they're standing there for a minute 50, but that rest time is great time to coach. So instead of just standing there, <laughs> staring at the clock, waiting to say go again, um, even if it's an open time block, people are inevitably going to lift and then they're just going to be standing there, right? Um, like I said, if you're an experienced lifter and, um, you know, and you can lift super heavy, you want every bit of that rest. Um, but whether you need the rest or don't need the rest currently, that is a great time to coach. Um, and this is how you can coach more effectively. Now I, can, I have, you know, if it's a minute 50 – Man, I could get around to three, four, five people within that time frame and give them specific cues and things to focus on on their next set. Um, so use every bit of the time you have with each and every athlete. You get the privilege to coach. You know that rest time is such a great time um, to coach them. Even if we're in the metcon wad and it's an interval based one. Let's say, um, you know, we're let's say we're doing an emom and the work's going to take about thirty seconds that's still some time to like, hey, focus on this in the next round or whatnot. So uh, use that rest time, um, and it really will pay huge dividends in your coaching. Number three, ask the athlete what they thought. Um, and this is this is kind of a funny one, but um, I'll tell you where it came from. I mean, my dad's been a coach for over 40 years, and uh, I was helping him coach uh, the shot put and discus uh, in track and field uh, for several years. And You know, a lot of times you get, whether you're coaching people in CrossFit or the situation where I was coaching people in in the shot put and discus, athletes can get too dependent on your coaching, meaning they do a lift. Um, In my case, this kid, you know, they would throw the shot put and then they'd basically just look at me waiting for me to tell them something. My dad told me one time, he's like, well, when they do that, just say, what did you think? Um, and like I said, that might seem funny, but because they're like, well, you're the coach, I don't. but the athlete needs to take ownership of their training. If they're never focusing on the lift to see what it feels like and things like that, then their uh, rate of progress will be slow. Uh, if they're always just mindlessly basically doing a rep and then just looking at you to tell them what to do, even if you're telling them what to do, if they're just, they'll just mindlessly do a rep again. And was like, was that better? Like, well, what did you think? Was it better? What did you feel? Um, you know, if we're working on keeping the bar close to you in something like a snatch, how did that feel? Even if they're like the first time, like, I, I don't know. And it'd be like, okay, well, on the next one, you know, focus on getting your elbows up and back and see if we can keep that barbell closer. And then they do another rep and say, okay, well, how did that feel? Um, asking them those questions, A, like I said, gets them to take ownership of their training and actually be present and focus on what they're doing. But then B, it, it allows you to give more effective cues um, and, and correct uh, more effectively if they're now involved in the process, right? Um, so that's just a great exercise. Um, you know, it does take trust from your athletes and, and you know, coaching them uh, usually over a longer periods. So you kind of have that uh, relationship with them. But I still think it's just super effective to do that, um, to ask them what they thought, because um, then, you know, they have to think about it and that's going to help the process more. So... Um, Hey, these are three cues or or three tips, I guess, rather, that I've used, um, and it really has helped me more effectively coach um, every athlete that, uh, that I get to work with.